Hello and welcome back to Running on Pixie Dust, my podcast and YouTube series. I am your host, Annika. Go ahead and give me a follow on Instagram at Annika's Paintbrush and all other socials at Annika Hudak. Welcome back to season two of Running on Pixie Dust, where I am sharing all things Dopey Challenge training slash run Disney life slash Orlando living. You get the drift. You may have noticed there was no intro music in this week's episode, and I apologize for that. We had some budget cuts, and by that I mean I went through my monthly subscriptions and I paid for Epidemic Sound every month. It's like 15 bucks a month to like use in, uh, use their music and you can get the licenses for it and you can use it in your videos on YouTube so that you don't get copyrighted and you can use it forever and never, but you can't use it in new videos if you stop paying. So, well, guess what? I decided to stop paying and so now we're just gonna not have music. And so, you know what? Your girl is saving some money. <laughs> we are still on a debt-free journey for any of you who have followed me on YouTube up until this point. I'm still I'm still on the grind, don't worry, even though I haven't really posted about it that much. But yeah, so that explains that. If you're curious on how I got started into signing up for the Dopey Challenge to begin with and training for it last year for the very first time, go ahead and check out episode zero for my full story. And 2022 was actually the first year I really started running. So yeah, my little background again for any new listeners, but I've learned so much and there's definitely still so much more for me to learn and I just love coming on here and sharing with anyone else who cares to listen. So disclaimer, I am not a coach. I am not affiliated with anyone but myself. <laughs> I'm only here sharing my personal experiences and opinions for fun, literally for fun. So let's get to it. Welcome to episode 2020. Oh my gosh, what a... I almost just said 2022. First off, that is the wrong year that we're in. And second off, it's actually episode 22. It's fine. I haven't been sleeping very well. So my mind is just kind of crazy. And then I've also been lagging on recording the podcast. So therefore, talking is not as easy. And that sounds weird. Let me explain. When you talk more often and you converse more, it becomes more natural. And the same thing with like interviews, like when you interview often, you kind of get into a rhythm and a flow. And I find that same rhythm happens within podcast recording, like video recording. And like when I was recording on YouTube all the time, multiple times a week and or on my podcast grind, getting a new episode every single week. It was easier and I didn't get as tongue-tied and I don't have to go back and like edit as much. Like I could just literally record the episode straight through and be fine. But now when I take these long little hiatus breaks in between, I'm like, how do I speak again? I forgot. <laughs> I don't know how to speak. Um, but anyway, sorry about that. Let's get into this episode. I'm going to start off with my highs and lows as always. So my highs for the past, I guess, week or so, a couple of weeks, because I realize it's been long since I posted a new episode. I'm sorry. I have been so freaking busy and I'm just, I feel like I'm always busy and that just, it never ends. So anyway, highs. 
I'm feeling so strong with my dopey to dumbo aka dumpy training. I'm feeling really good and I I do feel very challenged especially with this Florida heat but it's like a good kind of challenge. I'm feeling so much stronger when it comes to let's say just running 10 miles like let's just go run 10 miles and I can do that and feel fine and bounce back and that's a crazy feeling because not only am I at a higher mileage and honestly I think overall strength than I was at this time of training last year I'm also building up endurance I'm doing longer intervals on my actual training runs whereas this time last year I think I was doing either 60 second running 30 second walk intervals and I think I tried pushing for 90-30 and then it got to be too much especially with the Florida heat um but now I can run three miles straight through and now I can run 4.5 miles straight through and now I can run for five minutes and then walk 30 seconds for 10 miles or whatever it is so it's kind of crazy looking back on my progress and just feeling really good so yeah I'm I'm feeling strong that's definitely a high uh, my next high my mom is visiting so she is here and we went and saw Barbie oh my god if you haven't seen Barbie yet what are you doing literally go see Barbie right now it is so good I I love first off background I love going to the movies like I'm a big movie goer I when I was in high school I remember my dad would pick up the super savers from Costco those like premium tickets or like for like Cinemark I think it was and they were only like eight bucks or something for like each ticket in this like and Costco sold them in big packs and so I would use those and go to the movies like literally every week I love going to the movies and I wish that that was still a thing and you could go to the movies for $8 whenever you wanted to. Um, <laughs> but so I I just love watching movies as background. Um, and recently, a lot of the trailers that have been coming out for just any movie in general, they basically reveal the whole movie. And it's frustrating because it's like, okay, well, you know exactly what's going to happen. <laughs> like you may not know how, how they might get from point A to B. B point b but like you already kind of know the gist and what i really appreciated before even going to see this movie was that they didn't reveal the entire movie in the trailer so that already like had piqued my interest and i i had no idea what to expect i think is what really really made me happy going into the movie and then of course the movie itself greta gerwig is incredible ryan gosling i have to say i did not expect him to be our ken but his kenergy outstanding outstanding margot did a beautiful job like this entire movie was just thought out piece by piece detail by detail there were so many beautiful things about it it was incredible so empowering and everyone should go see it and if there's I will say this. If there's a man in your life who is anti-Barbie movie, he's anti-women. So better uh, get that man out of your life right now. Or if you are a man who is anti-Barbie, you better rethink that. Okay, I'll leave you with that. Um, there is still the SAG strike happening. I truthfully have not been following all the details on that. And I just know it's happening. And that's that. We want 
actors and writers to be fairly paid for their work. So yes, we do want that. So I'm hoping things can get resolved soon. It sucks that the timing of this with Barbenheimer, aka uh, the weekend of Oppenheimer, Oppenheimer. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. I haven't seen it yet. I need to go see that one. So I, I did not do the Barbenheimer weekend. I did not see both movies. Uh, but I'm, it's like a three-hour movie, right? So I'm thinking I'm going to wait for it to come to streaming and so I can watch it in the comfort of my own house uh, and not sit in the movie theater for that long. So yeah, we'll see. Anyway, my mom and I also stayed at Coronado Springs Resort. I think that's like the full name. <laughs> I am I am such a bad Disney adult. I don't know names and details of anything. I should work on that. But we we stayed in the Grand Destino Tower, I believe the name is, which is the new tower. Or it's it's still newish. It's still new. It's it only it came up um what a couple years ago. So we stayed at the tower. It was really awesome. We went to the pool and it was so unbelievably hot out on the Saturday that we were there. Like I was absolutely dying and like I live in this heat. Like this is, it was at least 98, 99 degrees, which it's, it's still up there. Like I, I want to say it jumped into like a hundred at some point in the day, which is pretty hot. Like that is really hot and then add on the humidity was out of control like the humidity was like literally 97 percent or 98 percent like throughout the day which is crazy and so we went to the pool thinking we could cool off and the pool was like hot <laughs> like it wasn't even refreshing because it had warmed up so much so it's like all right we're in like lukewarm bath water right now in this like 98 degree weather this is like not fun and then there were these little girls I don't even want to call them little girls. They were like 10 or 11, like old enough to at least have personal space, maybe. Um, there were these this group of girls at the pool deciding to like do handstands right next to us. And we were like literally up against the wall of this pool. And this is a big pool. If you've been to Coronado, it's a pretty good sized pool. Like, yeah, there were a lot of people there, but it wasn't like overly crowded or anything like there was plenty of space, yet they decided to choose the spot directly on top of us practically. Like, I kid you not, like this girl went to do a handstand and her feet were like literally in my mom's face <laughs> and she nearly kicked her in the head had I not like had to physically like push this little girl away because they were like swimming into us and I, they were pretending to drown and <laughs> holding their breath underwater and just like laying there and this girl swims up to me and her full head is against my body like full touching against my body I'm like tapping on her head I'm like hello can you get off me like they were physically on top of us and it was just out of control and we may have yelled at them but they deserved it so anyway it wasn't a pleasant pool experience I'll say that much but we did get to ride Tron. My mom had not been on it. So that was cool to be able to take her. And she loved it. It's such a thrill. If you have not ridden Tron, it's it's a great ride. It is fantastic. I will say it's a bummer that it couldn't have opened on its original schedule because I believe it was supposed to open before Guardians of the Galaxy. Cosmic Rewind opened at Epcot. So... Now people just want to compare it to Guardians and Guardians is a much 
longer, I think more exciting type of ride, whereas Tron is just a speedy coaster, which is still really cool, but it's it's a lot shorter. So it's it's so hard to compare now because Guardians is still my favorite and Tron is still incredible, but yeah. I'd also been on it already at Shanghai Disneyland, and so I knew what to expect uh, coming into it, but everyone else didn't. <laughs> so next high is I got... Taylor Swift tickets for London. Cue London boy. Ready, everyone? I am so freaking excited. I will be in London next year. I I really wanted to see her in London. So I was pretty determined to get tickets. And of course, it was rough, but not nearly as rough as trying to get tickets for uh, Tampa. <laughs> I have so many fun trips coming up and it's, while it's exciting, it's painful for my bank account and it's also painful for my running schedule. So that is a fun game of Tetris planning out all my runs, but also that's also a big reason why I committed to my running coach for the year because I can tell her, listen, I got these trips coming up, plan. <laughs> you deal with it you tell me when I need to run and when I need to do this and whatnot so she's definitely gonna help me out on that and that is great one of my best friends from college is visiting in the next couple of weeks I'm so excited to see her we have Halloween coming up I mean Halloween starts July 5th in this household so it's already been spooky season as far as I'm concerned but now Disney is starting to pick up that it's actually Halloween uh, because Halloween for Disney starts in August, if you didn't know. Um, and I've got my tickets for Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. I am so excited. I am going in August, of course. And it's so funny going to a Halloween party in, in August, but so fun. And because, oh my gosh, my fall gets crazy. Like it's literally a game of Tetris, like fitting things into the schedule. But I also got tickets for Oogie Boogie Bash. So I will be going to Disneyland and going to Oogie Boogie. I'm so happy. I went to the very first Oogie Boogie Bash back. What, what, what year was that? Was that like 2019? Um, the first year they did it, switching it to Disney California Adventure. And so much fun. So that was the only time I've been. I haven't been back to go to Oogie Boogie yet. So I'm excited. And everyone's videos from it last year look so fun so I've got I've already got my Halloween plans figured out <laughs> oh and not to mention HHN passes came out hello I did forgot to like make this a bullet on my little list but Halloween Horror Nights at Universal Studios chef's kiss I'm so excited and we get a Stranger Things house which I knew it I knew in my soul that they were gonna do that like I just literally knew it I'm psychic Anyway, I'm so excited. I literally got the top pass without Express, but funny enough, they added nights this year and they go into November. And of course, I'm going to be like out of town for like the beginning weekend and then the last weekend. And so I'm super bummed, but I'm still going to make the most of it and go in between the times that I am out of town. So I'm really excited about that. Moving on to my lows. Honestly, my only low is just training in Florida summer. <laughs> the, 
the heat and humidity in July in Florida is no joke. It's it's such a toss-up because I want to get my run done before the sun comes up when like the direct heat happens and like the temperatures rise, but the humidity is so awful in the mornings that it almost raises it to that temperature that it's going to be later in the day. So it's like you can't even win when you try and get your run in early. So that has been rough. Hydrating. I always think I'm doing enough hydration and like taking so many precautions and thinking about it. But then I had like some kind of stomach cramping last weekend when I was on my run. I wasn't drinking enough water, but I was to that point where it was like, I can't even stomach this. Like it doesn't even sound good. Like I can't even eat my fuel. And that's when you already know you're way too dehydrated. So it's rough because I'm literally sweating out probably like five times my body weight in this heat, even just stepping outside to like walk my dog, which I mean, it's hard too, because you don't want to walk your dog with the concrete at like 100 million degrees because that's so dangerous for them and painful for their little paws. So having to be mindful of like taking her out, um, my dog Cinnamon, if you didn't know, she's a little beagle, um, Got to take her out in the mornings and like the evenings. We've been liking some evening walks when it's like not a a lot cooler and the sun isn't directly out and she can comfortably walk outside. (laughs) Uh, So, I mean, that's really the only low. Okay, training so far. Like I said, I started with my coach and I've been working with her since March and that's been great. I get all my workouts loaded into final surge which is an application that a lot of running coaches out there use uh for people and so they like load in your workouts and you can see like day by day on the calendar and then I do my run or my workout and my Garmin watch tracks it and then automatically uploads it and it'll mark the day green once I complete the workout which is fabulous because I love seeing that progression and I love the accountability and if I miss a workout it turns red for bad. <laughs> so love that. Uh, honestly, I th- I'm pretty sure it's like a free app and you can just import your own workouts to kind of give yourself that accountability if you don't want to work with a coach or if you're following a plan already. Honestly, like I think I would probably do that if I wasn't working with a coach because I love crossing things off. I love marking things complete and having like a visual representation of me getting my stuff done. So yeah, love that. I am still doing like my Peloton workout classes for strength. And I've been incorporating some spicy runs with some strides, which is like where you kind of pick up your pace a little bit. And I do have a fourth run day. So I've been running four days a week and working out five to six I have a flex day where I have been treating it as a rest day (laughs) recently because I'm just I need a rest day but my weekly mileage is getting up there so very 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 happy with that I've been staying super dedicated and very on top of it like I don't think I've really missed a workout like I've only missed I think since I started I missed like maybe one Uh, but if I miss it on that day I'll try and like pick it up on my flex day or maybe I wasn't going to work out and now I did the workout that I missed or you know fill in the blank so very proud of myself for staying on top of it and getting out there and running even in this god-awful heat 
Um, I did cover tips for beginners in my last episode. So if you're interested in hearing those, make sure you check out last episode. Um, but I have been asking on my Instagram stories at Annika's Paintbrush what you want to hear on this podcast, what you want me to cover and talk about. And so many of you have messaged me saying that you listen to these on your runs, which makes me so happy. And I'm so proud of you for getting out there and getting your run done. It's it's tough. I know it. So honestly, podcasts are great because it kind of feels like you're just having a conversation with your buddy. And it makes the time go by faster. And I definitely listen to podcasts on my commutes to work and anywhere that's far away from my house because it makes the drive go by so much nicer. So that being said, I asked you what you wanted to hear from me and a few people asked how do I stay motivated and how do I get myself to keep doing the workouts well honestly the simple answer is it's a mental game like you really you have to mentally commit and trust me I know the feeling of I want to get this done and I need to do this but I can't like I physically just can't get up and go do it and that's that's something that you really have to retrain your brain on. And the physical aspect can be strenuous, yes. But running is such a mental game. Because if you can commit to pushing yourself physically, even to not even like your max amount of effort, the strength will come as long as you are consistent. So it's the consistency and... The dedication over time stretched out that will actually get you to your goals. And so for me, I literally have to gaslight myself sometimes. It's like, do I want to go to this workout right now? No, but I don't remember anyone asking if I wanted to do the workout. Hmm. I don't care if I don't want to do it. I'm going to do it. So that's just that. That's that. You literally have to gaslight yourself. (laughs) Like set times, set a calendar reminder, set alarms, prepare everything in advance. Like I lay out all my running clothes the night before every time and get an accountability partner or like a list. Like I said, it it helps visually when you can actually see your plan and you can literally cross things off and motivate yourself in that way so that you can see how far you've come, you can see what you've accomplished and you get that gratification that instant gratification of crossing off that workout that you've completed it so I think first off having a plan you you need to have a plan if you don't have a plan by now you need to have one Um, I followed Galloway last year and now I do what my coach says this year so no matter what you're doing have a plan make it up Go, go based off Galloway or tweak it for yourself if you want to or even there's like the Hal Higdon plans out there. There's definitely a lot of free internet resources when it comes to training plans as well. And then you can just tweak it as you go along for what you find works best for you. And then you really just have to do it. Like, you really do. You have to ask yourself, is this something you want? Okay. Did anyone say it was going to be easy? No. <laughs> this is definitely not easy, especially if you're training for dopey or dumpy or your first half marathon or your first 10k or your first 5k like it's tough especially if you've never done it before and you have no idea what to expect so 
working on your mental grit and again, not asking yourself if you want to do it, but telling yourself you're going to do it helped me a lot. (laughs) Okay, my next question was, how am I fueling and dealing with the Florida heat? Well, I am screaming, crying, and throwing up. That's how I'm dealing with it. No, not really. Okay. But I will say, so the order of operations here is it starts the day before. So let's say I have my long run on Saturday. Preparation for that run starts Friday. And even with this Florida heat, honestly, it starts Wednesday. But Or no, Thursday. I can't count how many days are in advance. But obviously hydrating. You want to be drinking your plain water as often as you can. But the night before, I try and eat like a high carb meal. I haven't really been putting too much thought into it honestly like I order the HelloFresh meals and I get the vegetarian meal options and so I honestly just choose one of those meals and it's different every week and I'm pretty comfortable with the meals that I choose and so my body is kind of aware of those and so I I've been all right with that and so I don't have like a one go-to meal even though I would suggest doing that if you could but I'm not even doing that so I have an Element Hydration Packet, so L-M-N-T, Element. It's kind of like Liquid IV, but it's there's like no sugar in it and it's much saltier. <laughs> it's very salty if you've never tried it before. It is very salty. It's, it's an adjustment, but now I really like them. And they have like a lime flavor that tastes exactly like a margarita. 11 out of 10. Recommend. Um, but I drink an element packet in a glass of water the day before as well. And then right before I go to bed, I have the salt tab pills, which I'm going to link all of my things and my gear in an Amazon list and or a like to know it or in this YouTube description. I'm going to link it wherever I can link it because so many people have been asking me and I I will deliver on that. I I'm sorry. (laughs) It's coming. Uh, So I take a salt tab pill before bed because you want to have your electrolytes and your hydration ready to go before you even start running, like in your body, and making sure that you pack enough water for the actual duration of your run is very important. I don't know how people are out here not even taking water with them. Like, what? What? I get thirsty like my throat gets dry like you don't even want like a sip like come on and then with as much as you're sweating and as how many like hours that you're out there putting in work with your heart rate elevated like bro you don't want a sip of water okay anyway so making sure you're packing enough water I think it's like I just listened to a podcast with Jeff Galloway on it and he said it's like two to four ounces every like 30 minutes or something like that so I I don't know there's like an official amount that technically we should be using but I've kind of figured out what works best for me and so that's going to be different for everyone like one size doesn't fit all in that case so I I found that like for the different mileage that I can kind of gauge how much water I'm going to need at this point because I've been doing it long enough. So you kind of have to just trial and error it if you're unsure about how much water you're going to need. And then now the morning of the run, I have been consistently doing overnight oats, 
And I, I literally order them from like oatsovernight.com. Like I have like a subscription to that. So I just pour it into the little shaker and like I pour my oat milk in there the night before, prep it. And then in the morning it's ready to go and I just drink it, which it's, it sounds so weird. Like why are you drinking your overnight oats? It's it's an adjustment, okay? But now I'm used to it. So they have like a lot of good flavors and like that's like my go-to pre-run breakfast essentially. I know a lot of people do like a piece of toast and peanut butter and a banana or whatnot. I haven't really done that. I think I might to start changing it up, but I don't know. I like a grab and go. And so that's just why I've been leaning towards the overnight oats. And like I know my my digestion will be good because it's very familiar to my body. So how often do I fuel? It's I try to aim for every 30 to 45 minutes. So what I've been doing on like my 10 mile runs, 10 miles takes me about two hours and five minutes. That's like my, my average time, I would say. So that's like an average of like what, 12 to 13 ish, 11, 12, 13 minute miles. (laughs) And so for that, I would take like my two Huma gels and then a honey stinger waffle. So I'd have three sources of fuel and I would take them every 30 to 45 minutes. Um, technically I think I should probably be adding a fourth fuel item, but that's just what my body has, has taken. So that's what I've been sticking to. Uh, I mentioned the Huma gels. Those are my favorite in, to substitute for like the goo gels. Goo gels are really popular in the running community, but I found I just don't like them. (laughs) I don't like it. Chris Evans, anyone? Okay. Um, The goo, I only liked the chocolate and then they kind of like started hurting my stomach a little bit. So now I steer clear of those. I really love the Huma gels. I think they're, have more natural ingredients. Uh, I don't know, but I like them. They have really good flavors and I, I like all the flavors. It's more like jammy kind of consistency and the apple cinnamon is the best flavor ever. Um, but I do get the variety packs on like Amazon. So I I like all the flavors. Um, and then I will say I also take salt tabs with me. Uh, they're like little pills. They do have the chewable versions, but I don't like the chewables. They like taste like powdery cough syrup weirdness and then they get stuck on your teeth and then they're just bet. so that's a no for me so I prefer taking the little pills and I bought these like teeny tiny little Ziploc baggies off of Amazon as well and I like stick a couple in there because I take one I try to take one this doesn't happen every time I try to take one before I start running and then kind of along the lines of like every 30 to 45 minutes to just keep your electrolytes up so that I don't need to be drinking another source of electrolytes I can just take the pill and then I'm covered and then I I put just like plain regular water in my camelback like bladder pack in my running vest so those are my fuel things oh I didn't mention my honey stinger waffle as well that's usually like my my third and final treat fuel that I save for my last uh, fueling item and then for fueling right after I always try and slam a protein shake like immediately after like the second we finish 
I usually go to my car and like take my vest off and like towel my face, drink some fresh ice water that I had sitting in a hydro flask in my car so that it stays nice and cold. Oh, I think about that the last mile. Oh, I think about it and I dream about it. And that's what gets me through the final mile. But keeping the ice water in the car. Yes. And then I have uh, like a insulated tote that I put ice packs in that I put my protein shake in and keep um, extra water in as well. And I have an element packet ready to go and I have a separate water bottle that I pour the element packet into and shake it up and have that and I chug that. So we're, we're immediately chugging protein shake, element, and then sipping on just like regular water. And then I usually get like a coffee, cold brew, and then some, if I'm going to Starbucks, I'll get like the egg white bites. Those are my favorite. But those are like right after. And even if you're not hungry, like you got to do it. Your body needs the fuel. Food is fuel. And then I've noticed that since I've incorporated fueling more often than I was before and adding in this protein shake regimen and making sure I am constantly eating, honestly, I feel better. Like I, I don't get as extremely fatigued as I I did before and so it's definitely helping and it's working out great for me so yeah those are my fueling things moving on I've also been asked about my gear so I will be listing it out for you as well as linking it so everyone calm down okay favorite gear um I've come across honestly Amazon things (laughs) I really love the Longline Sports Bras. It's by the gym people and I get them from Amazon. I have them in like every color. But I I think I sized up and they're just so comfortable. They're a little bit loose on the top, but I don't like things to squeeze me, especially if I get like bloated, especially on runs um, and you're like sweating and just like, bleh. I really like those. They do get wet if you're running. So they don't like, I wouldn't say that they're, the quickest drying material even though they kind of feel like they should be but when you're sweating that much it just your shirt gets wet that's what happens so but I still those are my favorites so I will link those um I also my favorite running shorts are the Sunzel five inch bike shorts and they have pockets on the sides and I think I think I sized up in those as well but they're so comfy they come in a bunch of colors but I've been sticking with black recently and I ordered even more and those are my faves and they're the perfect length so comfy so great and then I also order my toe socks from Amazon (laughs) although I don't know if I can even recommend the ones that I did order because the ones I've been using consistently I actually got last year and then I tried to reorder them again and then they were different and they were terrible so who knows I, I don't think I can recommend them and then there's Lululemon They're fast and free ponytail hats. Oh my God. The best hat ever. It is literally the best hat. Like I found myself not loving hats, especially to run because my my head gets hot and then it gets itchy and like the certain materials, they don't dry. But this fast and free ponytail hat, incredible because I I put my hair in a bun on top of my head or else if I don't do that, my hair becomes a rat ne- rat's nest and it gets tangled. I've tried like braiding it and it like that's it's terrible. So I literally have to bun my hair because of how much sweat and humidity gets in it. So that's that. But the Fast and Free hat, it's so comfortable and lightweight. It's so 
so light on my head and it it absorbs my sweat without like staying soaked if that makes sense like it's kind of quick drying like it's still soaked when I'm done running but I don't know it just they're so good and I also have the lemon visors I'm I'm a big visor girly because of my situation with hats but I kind of switch off just for different vibe I love I love the Lululemon hats and then my running vest I run in a Solomon advanced skin five vest I don't know it's ADV I'm assuming that's advanced I don't know the adv skin five vest that one uh for women and because there is a difference in the design between the women and the men and I think they might have a standalone unisex one or I don't know if the men one is also just considered unisex. I don't remember on their website. But anyway, I still have to figure out the front water flasks that go in it. You have to like size the straws and cut them down. But I haven't done that yet. So I've just been using my insulated Camelback water vest thing. Um, insulated vest. I'll add that to my list. So link that. Um, and then the Nathan brand water bottles and um, belts I really really like I have their insulated handheld one I think it's like a 16 ounce Um, but honestly everything has to be insulated because I like cold water and it just it obviously because it's insulated it helps keep it cooler longer on my runs they don't stay cold all the way to the very end because I'm just out in the heat (laughs) for that long and either holding the bottle in my hand which is warm or the pack is on my back which is warm even though it's in an insulated bag on top of it being insulated itself. So it's just that hot here. Yeah. My favorite sunglasses. I actually picked up a couple of the AirFit sunglasses, which I've got from the expos at Run Disney events. And everyone like raves over the Gooder glasses. I haven't actually gotten the Gooder glasses. They're more expensive. The AirFit ones were like 20 bucks and I really like them and they've held up. I have them in like three colors, I think, and I rotate them and they're very comfortable. So, but I will say for the longer distances, such as like a half marathon or and the full marathon, uh, my ears get kind of uncomfortable with all the things on them. When I like have a visor, I have my aftershocks, headphones, and then I have the sunglasses on top of them. Like, oh, that's just so much on my ear. And like that part of my head gets kind of irritated. So I don't know. I've, I'm still looking for other sunglass alternatives or like maybe I can get something like cushy to put on the ends of the sunglasses to like help it not dig into my skull as hard when I'm out there running for five hours <laughs> like so to be continued uh my favorite protein shake is the shamrock farms rock and protein I get it at Publix it's in the dairy section it's lactose free And I love that because I'm a lactose intolerant girly and I don't love the plant-based protein shakes and I'm not a big protein powder person anymore. I prefer to have, again, a grab and go and theirs taste so good. They taste like milkshakes literally. Um, So big fan of those. And my holy grail, if there's one thing as a runner you need to purchase other than running shoes, it's Body Glide Skin Glide Lotion. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. I'm pretty sure I've said this at least a million times and I'm going to say it a million more. You need this one. You need it. Put it all over your body. Shower in it. Like <laughs> It comes in a little green tube and it's it does wonders for protecting against chafing. 
And I had a big problem with this, especially uh, when I was still figuring out like my legging and underwear and short situation, deciding on like what the best combination was. I was having some issues, okay? Issues where no one should ever have issues, all right? All right? This is my holy grail. This saved my life. <laughs> and I put it everywhere. Like I, we, we, I put it everywhere. And I even go like in my armpits, under my arms, where my running vest will rub against my skin, which my vest, honestly, that doesn't really bother me, but I put the body glide there just to kind of prevent any irritation that like could happen um where your arms brush it where my thighs rub like thick thighs save lives a necessity and then i i it's it's a lotion consistency and you rub it in and then it kind of just dries and just protects against for or it protects against shaving for so long um but obviously when you're sweating and it dries there's only so much it can do at that point but i will say as a double whammy for the thighs I put the body glide on, let it dry, and then I also put the Mega Babe Thigh Rescue Stick, do a couple swipes, just as like ultimate protection. Ultimate. And it's glorious. So, yeah. 11 out of 10, recommend. If there's anything else you want me to cover or hear, please let me know. You can comment on YouTube. I think you can respond to a poll on Spotify if you listen to your podcast there, or you can DM me on Instagram any of the above. I love hearing feedback and I love when you guys tell me that you listen to my podcast because it's so fun. And I, I again, I just started this because I just wanted to talk, sit on my high horse and chat about running and my experiences. So I'm so glad that you're here listening. Thank you so much. Final section by the numbers. We've got countdowns and these are from my registered run Disney races. I unfortunately will not be participating in wine and dine this November. So, my countdown starts with Dopey. That's like my next registered race. That's crazy. Dopey, January 3rd through 7th, Marathon Weekend here at Walt Disney World. Five months and six days away. We've got Dumbo, aka the Disneyland Half Marathon Weekend, January 11th through the 14th. That is five months and 14 days away. And then we've got Princess here at Walt Disney World, February 22nd to the 26th. That is six months and 25 days away. I've got, I don't really have a pace update. I will say I've just, I've been taking my easy runs easy. Like I literally have a couple of miles that are like almost 15 minutes. Like my warm-up mile is, is always a little bit pitiful um, in comparison to the final miles of my training run, for example. But honestly, like take it as slow as you need to. Because especially if you have high heat and humidity where you are, you got to play it safe. Like you do not want to overexert yourself and then that's when bad things happen. So take it easy. I've literally been running 12, 13, 14 minute miles and I do some speed work mixed in with some of my longer runs so I can kind of still still feel like I am improving my pace because that's like very mental thing to kind of see it go back and forth like that but honestly you gotta run slow to run fast so total mileage for this past week I did four and a half miles a three mile run five mile run and a 10 mile run so that was a total of 22.5 miles slay Next episode, 
hopefully I don't take a month in between this episode and the next episode. I'm so sorry. But next episode, I will be covering more of Dumpy Training. And thank you so much for tuning in. Go ahead and get moving. And there's no outro music. Sorry. <laughs> Woo! Bye.